Hi guys, KO here. We have an awesome one for you today. This is another wonderful entrepreneurial journey uh, and story from two best friends that came from Russia to New York with $400 collectively in their pockets and they built up this incredible business and they share their journey on what they're doing, how they did it, and how they modified uh, their plans along the way to adapt to what the consumer wanted. It's a wonderful story for anyone that's looking to start a biz or revamp their biz as the world around us changes so quickly. Enjoy, and please don't forget to subscribe to Turmeric and Tequila and write a review if you are so inclined so the world can know what we have going on and you can stay in touch with all the craziness that we have coming at you. Enjoy. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. We are recording. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. I am excited. We have Victor and Pavel uh, from Popcorn Ceiling Solutions. A really cool story. This is a part of the PodMax Digital Conference. So I don't know a ton about them and they don't know a ton about me. So these are some of my favorite conversations. Uh, we're going to talk about their journey and how they're disrupting the game and where they came from, their, you know, the story, all of it. So without further ado, uh, can you guys introduce yourselves and give us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Done trick. Go. You're first. Okay, Dan. Uh, thank you, Pavel, for introducing. My name is Dan Trick, and uh, Kristen, it's a pleasure to be on your show. We and um, uh, we are uh, partners from New York. Uh, we met, in fact, in Russia. Uh, we were in university together, and we came here as good friends about 20 years ago um, and uh, went into business uh, shortly after coming to the United States with $200. Uh, of course, I had 200 and he had 200, so together we had 400. We were pretty much <laughs> We were rich we were, at that time. <laughs> we were doing good. And we left everything, everything behind and uh, started our first business in wood flooring company, uh, wood flooring business. It was great for, for many years. We had a showroom in Manhattan uh, with uh, floors and uh, did some Great work for I. Uh, in fact, Pavel did the floor in Joe Bezos' apartment. Oh, uh, okay. So, so he's a kind of a celebrity there, not me, of course. I just did uh, Angelina Jolie. That's all. <laughs> Name dropping. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, as in fact, so uh, we moved on to different businesses since then, uh, and uh, we discovered the stretch ceilings. This is a uh, our niche now, stretch ceiling industry. Uh, so far, it's been uh, 10 years, 11 years. We were one of the first companies in the United States to be introducing this uh, solution from Europe, of course. The best things came from Europe, except for hamburger. Uh, <laughs> and me, uh, I'm from here. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. You are. <laughs> That's great. You should go visit Europe. They will I know, I love Europe, yes. Been a few oh, times, yeah. but not enough. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, it's so funny that we are not from Europe ourselves. We are from Russia, or, or actually, no, I'll take it back. Soviet yeah. Union, uh, Uzbekistan, and Kazakhstan, which oh, is okay. which has nothing to do with Europe at all. You know, just Central Asia. But uh, yeah, the influence that we had and uh, the uh, uh, the inspirations that come from uh, European culture is uh, truly amazing. Um, uh, and that's where you know we got our idea and product from. 
but uh, hey, I just jumped in, in the conversation. Yes, uh, my name is Pavel. Uh, I am a uh, um, um, uh, you know father uh, and a friend and uh, a business partner on many ventures. And uh, Victor has been my best friend for many many years. We've been trying to figure out for how many and um, you know I'm kind of getting lost I know that we met when we were 19 or actually 18 years old when we went to for first year of our school uh, but yeah we've been uh, friends ever since uh, we've been working together our families are friends and um, you know looking forward to uh, um, um, you know uh, longer and uh, probably um, you know, relationships to the end of the days, which, you know, I'm really, truly proud of. But, um, yeah, thanks for having us on our show. And, you know, I actually wanted to say from the very beginning, the name of the show is pretty cool and unique. You know, so uh, um, that is that is something that attracted uh, uh, my attention. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for doing a good work and uh, thanks for having us on the show. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited about this. And I appreciate the feedback on the name. Uh, I'm a branding and marketing professional, sort of fell into even that, but this was one of the easier branding initiatives I've ever done because literally my life was like wellness and I really do love turmeric and then I really do love party and tequila. And so we, nice. we, we find yeah, that balance. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think we're in the same boat more or less. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. Take some turmeric and, and chase with tequila. Yes, it's, yeah. it works really great. <laughs> Exactly. You got to you got to do both sides. And I love the way you guys speak about Europe but aren't from there. I think I speak about New York that way. I wasn't born there, but it's the energy, the the fast pace, the culture. I mean, I just I'm such a fan of New York. So I identify with being a brand ambassador of somewhere you went from, but you kind of pretend like you are sometimes. Yeah. So are you based out of New York too? No, no, I'm in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> So okay. <laughs> I know when people hear, people hear me speak and I, I talk fast and aggressively and they're like, Oh, New York. I'm like, no, actually Denver. I'm like, oh. okay. hey, Denver, Denver needs some fast talkers too, right? Yeah. Hey, well, you know, we're here, we're building the brand. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. So, okay. You, you guys came walk me through this a little bit. Cause I, I love the process and the journey. You get to New York, you've got collectively, would you say 400 bucks or 800 bucks? We'll go with less than a thousand. Uh, well, so it, it was it was less yeah. than a thousand, but I think it, uh, connections uh, matter a lot. So yes. Pavel got into uh, as a store manager. He was a store manager in a wood flooring industry. Oh, okay. He, he got me involved into that. That's how we get into construction in the first place. Um, got sort, it. Of, sort of in general construction, right? Just a trade. Yeah. Trade of it. And what? then and okay. then we discovered that we were good work together. Uh, he's on the sales side. I'm a little bit of a marketing side. And uh, I've always been uh, kind of trying to weave my creative nature into different aspects of the business, which is, of course, you take the marketing strategy and you take it, make it into an art medium. And then you take a business model and you can say, what can you do with it if it was an art medium? And, and then you play with it. It's also kind of a... Uh, all process. And then of course, uh, wood flooring, you could do a lot of things with wood and we did a lot of beautiful floors for the people. Uh, but people, I think as good as it was, the, it's, it's still a trade. It was, it's nothing special. Everybody would have a wood floor, yeah. but some, once you have a stretch ceiling uh, or in marketing for a popcorn ceiling solution, I should mention uh, that is a problem solving uh, solution really. Uh, what stretch ceiling is for people is a solution why is the reason to install stretch ceiling in the first place is to solve a problem so in the marketing you've got to be uh, creative in 
pitching a product without selling the product, but uh, offering a solution, first of all. I, I completely we, agree. I agree. That's, that's what we try to do first and do it more creatively as everybody else, uh, of course. I, well, just to highlight what you initially said, the importance of relationships, I'm always fascinated when um, you're kind of new to a community, let alone new to a country, and you don't have that base of relationships. A lot of times, you, you know, you graduate college or you start your business, you, you're from there, you have a few people you can lean on, you know what banks to go to, you know what you know, soccer teams to call or whatever, when you're new, I mean, it's, it's really, it's hard to get started, but if you can get like two or three initial connections, let alone find a best friend of now 20 plus years or what have you, and then facilitate a relationship from there, that's pretty special. Um, and it's always nice to go and work alongside somebody you genuinely care about and like in this crazy journey. Uh, so the fact that you guys found that I think is pretty big. What was, um, some of these first steps, like with this establishing this business in New York, what were some of your first steps to get established and to market and to get out there, like to have the communities hear who you are and what you're doing? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll take that one. So uh, uh, I started in the flooring industry and I went to work for a small business uh, that was based out of Brooklyn. And then later they uh, had another location in the Man on Manhattan. Um, and um, my experience wasn't uh, that, gr I mean, working for the company, my experience wasn't that great. Uh, uh, and the problem was customer service. So the, com uh, the company that I worked for represented as a salesperson constantly neglected uh, simple stuff and the customer um, um, care, uh, which drove me crazy. You know, it just basically put me in a bad spot where I had to face a customer that wasn't happy. And I was the one who was actually taking money, but I had no control on um, correcting the situation. So it happened a few times where, you know, it put me into uh, where I was at the point where I'm like, I couldn't take it anymore. And um, um, I just decided to quit and uh, do it on my own. It was such a good opportunity that was um, presenting itself with um, uh, the knowledge of the area, with knowledge of people around. And um, um, at that time, uh, uh, um, Victor was in, uh, you know, uh, he was, uh, you're in, you were in Idaho, right? Uh, you weren't, you weren't in, uh, uh, in Alaska. Yes. You, you were in Idaho. And I basically said, Hey, come over and let's do it together. Uh, without any intention of that partnership, you know, uh, um, been going for so long at that time we were such a young and you know quite frankly stupid that we didn't know what we were doing but we were so brave and uh, we had no breaks whatsoever and that um, passion and that energy that we had brought us to the point where we are yes of course we went through a lot of loops and uh, you know hoops and then we had failures and uh, we survived many times and uh, you know like the journey is uh, um, um, a journey has been interesting and funny. Um, we got married on the way, you know, we had kids, uh, um, we did not were marry doing, him. Yeah. We, we, we were, you know, <laughs> we were, married another girl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're happily married. You know, we have wives that are not on the picture right now, right. Uh, on the, you know, the, on the zoom calls with us, but yeah, we, um, you know, we've been, we've been, we've been, uh, taking this journey together, um, um, uh, hard times and good times. Um, and, uh, it's been just amazing, an amazing experience. And I'm really thankful to have him uh, by my side. Um, and, uh, you know, I really can't imagine doing anything without him. So, you know, okay. 
So yeah. thank you, Pavel. It was great introduction to yeah. you know, what you do with customer service and then you get married and I all know, the no. other things. We did not know what we were doing. We were stupid and without breaks. And then all of a sudden you have four kids after all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, think, Whoa, what happened in the last 10 years? <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Like, you care that much about your relationships and customers. Like, I think how you do something in your life, is, it carries over to everything else. So when you yeah. care so much about the friendship, that's, you care so much about your customers like that. Completely makes sense that yes. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yes. I tell yeah. my kids every, almost every day. Pay yes. attention to the smallest details. How you do anything is how you do everything. Yes. And um, so what also I think was helping us, we started with ourselves, uh, was promoting the business first. What do you do with that? You first, uh, you can't sell something you cannot show to people. So we had yeah. to like install it in our places, in Pavel's house, in my house, yeah. in our showroom. Uh, any place where we could show and bring people in and say, hey, is that what it is? And this is the problem that it solves. Otherwise, it's even now when I have uh, leads and, and projects somewhere outside of New York or places where I don't have a dealer. Right now, I have dealers in, in you know, every major city, including Denver. Oh, uh, shout out. We actually could see star ceilings. <laughs> uh, but one customer comes in and says, I have a problem. I found you online. You have a great blog and great videos. Uh, how can I, where can I see it? And then if we don't have somebody close by that we can bring customer and show them the ceiling and that it is just a ceiling, it's not going to fall in your head. It will, uh, um, it's not sag. It doesn't sag. So they always have a question. What does it mean to have a fabric on your ceiling? How do you stretch a fabric on five meters, 16 feet up to 20, 30 feet long? And it doesn't fall on your head. Uh, The concept is quite novel. Uh, in Europe, it's been around 40 years, 30 years. Uh, so it's it's a foolproof concept, but people don't, it's a traditional kind of a construction. It's a very traditional, very conservative industry, in fact, in the United States. Uh, I yeah, I had, I had never heard of it until I came, I mean, I knew something about what it was, um, but that's why I actually want to cover quite literally what is popcorn ceiling and why go from the wood flooring, which you knew so well, and it sounds like it was thriving to now something new. That's an easy answer. When you were looking down, you know, you had to look up at some point, right? Oh. So we looked up, oh, ceiling. Why don't okay. Okay. <laughs> No, that's a, that's, that's a joke. No, actually, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the idea came from, uh, from a struggle. Um, we've been doing floors till 2008, uh, and then a housing, uh, crisis, uh, a housing crisis came uh, um, and knocked on the door, and uh, everything or a lot of things went down the drain, including our flooring business. We uh, uh, literally were... Um, just slow and we weren't doing much and we had to scale down. We had to actually close the store in the city, move to Jersey and uh, get the warehouse. And uh, um, we started researching new, um, um, uh, new solutions and products that we would get our hands on because we just needed uh, new streams of income. Um, that's as simple as that. And uh, uh, Victor uh, uh, was able to find this product and uh, uh, Google it and uh, bring it to the market. It's been a long, long, hard pro- uh, journey to introduce the product. Again, we just he, she just mentioned the uh, uh, popularity of the product and the uh, popularity of that solution. In Europe, it's been a, a known commodity uh, for decades. And in the United States, it's such a new thing that nobody knew about. Yeah. Um, so... Um, as a marketer, you probably would uh, relate and understand that 
um, in order to market something that has no demand, you got to spend a lot of time and money. And again, be, be speaking and talking about being young, young and stupid, right? Here we are, you know, dealing with something that we have no idea how to sell and have been sitting on the product for a few years, uh, just scratching our heads and thinking, what are we going to do? How are we going to bring it to the market? Until we figured out that there is a solution-based sale that we can create. And that's where Popcorn Ceiling Solution became um, um, the thing. And Victor was the one. Yeah, business, right? The marketing. Out of of a marketing strategy. Out of of the the marketing strategy, strategy, it it became its own company. Yeah, uh, because we 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 kind of f- played around with the word a little bit, and then we realized uh, it could be called popcorn ceiling solution because people will look for popcorn ceiling covering, popcorn ceiling scraping, removal, or something like that. And mm-hmm. They will not be looking for straight ceiling uh, necessarily. So a lot of our customers, I would say ninety percent of our customers, are people who have never heard of stretch ceilings. Okay. I don't know how many people could you know say that they're in the we are like converting, they're like stretch ceiling versions pretty much. And we have to <laughs> yeah. convert them from be, not being anything, not knowing anything about stretch ceilings to being a stretch ceiling customer. So wait, so why, why, why would I want a popcorn ceiling? I'm curious now because I've, I've got uh, Stretch ceiling. You want to have a stretch ceiling to cover your popcorn ceiling. People oh. have a popcorn ceiling problem in their houses. Got uh, it. They have popcorn ceilings that they don't like from the 60s, 80s, oh, 90s. I got old you popcorn ceilings that they don't want. And traditional method would be to scrape it, and it uh, creates a lot of mess uh, in the house. And it's uh, for a week, two weeks. It's a long process, very messy. Sometimes it has asbestos in it because it was uh, from the 70s and 80s. Uh, so asbestos is a completely different problem to remediate. We encapsulate popcorn ceiling. We do not touch it. We install a new system ceiling, new ce- ceiling system, one inch below old ceiling and then at one inch space just one inch uh, we install a perfectly level perfectly flat even ceiling even better if you were to plaster it got it okay now i now i'm now i'm checking and i actually i'm in this house right now is my great great grandmother's and it's 1886 i i do not have popcorn ceiling i just had to double check um (laughs) but i have probably i have asbestos lead paint i mean there's we're working around everything so you have cracks in the ceiling or something like that maybe Mm -hmm. uneven ceilings sometimes all the houses probably somewhere somewhere like you have sometimes it's a reoccurring sometimes i have a beam in the building and then your saddle settles and you have uneven ceilings and you can't really, it's okay. so uneven that uh, you okay. have to build in, build entire new ceiling underneath it to make it a flat, perfect ceiling. Okay. Our, well, system, our ceiling is like uh, very light and it's only a perimeter. You don't need to frame entire ceiling like you would normally have to frame to install drywall. Gotcha. And well, I'll keep your... There, keep there, there are acoustical properties that also come with it because fabric can be acoustic. A fabric can also transmit light. And when we put LED light behind the fabric, this is for high-end residential. It could become a work of art or, or a, a, a light panel, like a big uh, illuminated ceiling. Maybe you've seen in commercial places like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so there's applications that are... That's why uh, I don't think... So there's another companies that we started as uh, as you know different languages are required for different audiences so for 
Commerce, uh, popcorn ceiling solution is a solution is the marketing uh, strategy for a residential consumer uh, that has popcorn ceilings. We have to offer stretch fabric ceilings, but to offer stretch fabric ceilings to a designer or architect or a contractor, we needed a commercial solution. And this is another website and another company, Awake Graphics. Awake Graphics is about designing. Uh, designing with fabric ceilings and walls. And then it becomes a digital, and because it's a digital print medium, we create digital print uh, graphics like the one you see behind me, for mm -hmm. example, that is created uh -huh. uh, like that one and oh. that one. So these are <laughs> acoustical properties. So there's acoustical absorber behind the graphic uh, that absorbs the sound and uh, it becomes a functional art. We uh, functional art uh, to create more ambient environment for listener, for audience, for people who are in the building. And especially if you have 50 people or more, it becomes very crowded and it becomes very loud and echoey. And if you have, uh, if you have uh, beautiful ceilings like that, walls as well. So it's not only a ceiling application, it could be a wall application as well. We, that's amazing. I, so, so is I have a few questions here, but and now is the podcast market as more of us are like launching podcasts and like I'm actually building like a very simple studio. We'll use quotes in the side of my garage just to deal with some of like the sounding and the slapback. Is that a target audience for you guys now? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's, a target, a it's a target audience. And uh, well, it's precisely what we did for on-air brands uh, in their studio. So that's how I met Eric and uh, Josh and uh, um, all the air brand family. Um, I just knocked on the door and he just had his uh, podcast studio set up. And I'm like, man, you sound horrible. You need to do something here. And he's like, what are you talking about? Who you are and what, what do you do? And uh, we, we, just, we just initially installed a few acoustic panels on the wall where um, we uh, attenuated the uh, reverberation and uh, um, improved the uh, studio as they had a few guests uh, gathering in a small room. Um, when you're by yourself, it's not that big of a deal, but when you have a few people speaking at the same time, uh, reverberation uh, becomes uh, a serious problem. And even if you have high-end equipment recording everything, it may not clean um, all of that problems, right? So yes, you're absolutely right. Podcast uh, auditory is our target audience, and uh, we can create acoustic solutions with your uh, um, um, uh, flags, like with your logos, with your um, identical imagery, or um, or our own, if you'd like, we can just put our lower logo on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if people yeah. know better, they'll probably do that. Why yeah. Not? <laughs> yeah. Or or we can design it for it's you. It's a branding too. opportunity. Yes. The I, I hear you. surface becomes a branding opportunity, whatever it is, uh, yeah. for you. For different people, it could be a logo. For other people, it could be this other kind of imagery that uh, that speaks to the audience that invokes graphics. As you know, it's a language. It's a nonverbal language that can. Uh, reach into the soul and invoke emotions, invoke a uh, kind of a reaction certain way. Uh, so it's yes. a great, great opportunity for marketing. That uh, So the, I have acoustic panels. These were printed also um, as acoustic on uh, acoustic fabric as well. This whole wall is acoustic fabric wall. Um, oh, okay. So the whole ceiling is, yes, there are acoustic panels behind the wall. You don't even know that they're there. And That's amazing. Seamless, seamless walls, all fabric. What is okay? So I literally this is for my podcasters. I literally just ordered like the foam pads, 
um, from like Amazon, they were inexpensive. What would like an acoustic panel cost? Um, it, it's a, it's an amazing question. So acoustic panel has, um, uh, you know, they, it, it, they're different. They, yes, um, it, it could be as cheap as uh, a few like do- dollars for like 12 pieces. Oh. Um, um, or it could be as expensive as uh, three, four hundred dollars a piece. It really depends what you try to do. So in 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 the in in the basic world, like where you are building a studio, you need to decide whether you want to have that acoustic panel be visible and be like a part where it it is an acoustic panel behind you, or you can create something that is completely invisible, like Victor has in his studio, where you're just looking at the wall, but it is an acoustic panel. So the solution that he has in his studio is a custom-created solution that we install. And that could be somewhere between, um, you know, remind me, Victor, between like $10 and $20 per square foot. Yes, between $10 and $16 a square foot. And it also requires some of uh, specialty installation. Yeah. Uh, now there are panels that you can do, um, melamine foams. I recommend especially making sure you get a fire rated uh, acoustic panel. Okay, make sure it's fire rated, and uh, yeah. it's white. If you have white ceiling and you want to make sure your ceilings disap- your panels disappear or blend in with your ceiling, so why use a white panel on the white ceiling? We, and then you want to have. If you're using a ceiling, a good rule of thumb is maybe so 80% of your ceiling surface should be treated. Yeah, uh, there's should a be code, covered. There's a code for school buildings and you call hospitals like that when you uh, they have a special architectural code for how much uh, absorbent surfaces is required per reflective surfaces. There's a uh, mm-hmm. there's a formula, and uh, mm-hmm. and if you just follow basic rules of thumb you can get pretty good results uh, without even having done specific acoustic measurements because you can go very fancy. If you go to recording studios or music and everything else, they, you could uh, get very fancy with equipment or recording reverberation, you know, the numbers and digits, and you don't need that. You could just really get very good quality if you just uh, ask somebody, one of us, we can help you. Yeah, you, you're always welcome to reach out. We're always excited to help uh, people like you uh, to do it right. Consult all the time. We yeah, have consult. Lots of uh, free advice. Yeah, and um, I, I really hate to see uh, standard stuff being hung on the wall uh, because you're, you know, you're, you just... You know, yes, you, you are trying to identify yourself with a certain brand, right? And as a marketer, you want to bring message to the audience and then, bam, you've got gray acoustic panels behind you, you know, that you picked up from Amazon. You know, that's not about criticizing you. I'm just saying that there are options that you can okay. explore. And uh, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, a, it's a very unknown niche where a lot of people have zero idea how to install, how to use it, and how acoustic works. But it's a whole world of opportunities that you can create. Uh, you can insulate your room and make it completely uh, silent, meaning that the sound doesn't penetrate to another room. So you can be as loud as you want in your room without interrupting people behind you, right, or in other rooms. Or you can be as loud as you are and be absolutely comfortable in your environment where the sound gets absorbed. You know, when you can play drums or when you have a rock band playing in the garage, you know, how can you play and not go crazy? You've got to insulate and make sure that the reverberation actually is being captured somehow and actually kept under control without disturbing the sound 
um, um, and at the same time, your neighbors are not calling cops on you because you're, hey, you know, you guys are going nuts there. You, the I podcast is very loud. What are your guests yeah. today? Yeah. <laughs> noise. So, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's that, it's that, uh, it's that um, um, you know, it's, it's a passion. It's, it's my passion. You know, I, I really like uh, uh, helping people uh, creating that sound treated environment. And, uh, uh, you know, again, if you, if you need any help, feel free to reach out and I can point you in the right direction. We can. hundred percent. Yeah. This, thank you. That, I mean, this is so serendipitous to this conversation because I really do care. I don't monetize my cast or anything at this point. And um, my community of fellow casters is really growing and I'm, I'm kind of getting these questions, but I'm marketing and branding relationships, anything like that I'm good you know, using the microphone, the recorder, the software, now the studio, like it's so new to me. So I'm completely, and as a consultant, I'm, I really want to go to people that know. So I will absolutely take you up on that. And I'll be happy to do like even a before or after or whatever, but. Um, absolutely. Yeah. We, we're here to help and uh, we, we, you know, we're looking forward to expand our um, um, network too. It's, it, it's been a pleasure and a great, great option for us to um, a promote ourselves and then be helpful uh, podcast community as we see grows exponentially it's just you yes. know explodes and with the coronavirus and with the lockdown what do you do you know you go on zoom and you either yeah. communicate with somebody one-to-one or you have a group of people speaking and uh, nobody thinks about acoustics but it becomes a problem uh, and if it's not properly treated then you know your your your, your broadcasting quality drops um, right. So, well, that know. impacts the brand, and then how you ever read, just yes. like you said, comedy. Put on a good product on every level. And right. What I want to mention, so how we traveled from one thing to the next, and then to acoustic panels. That that is a really venture, right, of life and venture of business. You always find out. Oh, fabric ceilings. They started as as uh, a solution for pop calls. We found out that it was also uh, acoustically. Uh, uh, important for uh, uh, for commercial spaces and recording studios like that. Uh, so we went to the acoustic part of the business. We kind of developed that branch of the business. Then we was graphics. We're like, oh, some people really needed graphics, like st- stadiums, gymnasiums, or they needed universities, needed big logo of the university printed on this fabric. Uh, that's great too. Uh, yes. And then so and then we were like, okay, so. Let's do something out of the box because stress ceilings are require specialty installation. We need a track, special system to install, special tools. And then we were like, okay, so, but the panels are something that everybody can install. So yes. we went out and sourced our own, and we now have OEM manufacturer of our own acoustic ceiling, acoustic panels. And these are fire rated uh, acoustic panels that are highest acoustical absorbent. And we're bringing them to uh, consumer and the uh, and uh, businesses, right? So it's an evolution and iteration, and every time we build and build on top of the previous business. Yeah. Well, I love the constant evolving, and I want to go back a little bit when you said you started um, this new business out of innovation because the crash and the flooring wasn't selling or what have you, so you innovated, and we're kind of in that same space now with COVID-19 where yeah. you have to, if something's not working, we all have to pivot and, you know, some of the best innovation comes from needing to change, like from, you know, not tragedy, but you, you have to survive. Yes, uh, huge. It was a big change right now, too, because all, all the jobs are closed. New York City is in lockdown. All the big major cities are. And every project that we had stopped. Uh, so we had to think, what are we going to do? Because, our, like, we were 
building and the building stopped. So we had to figure out how do we take what we know best and pivot. And so we went to graphics and online. Uh, so we added on art stores. So now we have this uh, art panels that you can go and purchase online and get them into your house without us coming to you and installing it for you. So these are on-wall art. And if you go to our website, uh, awake.graphics, you can actually purchase and view art. And it's not only done on fabric anymore, also metal and paper and every art medium that you can imagine that could be done for you at any size, wow. um, as well as acoustic panels. Because I like, you know, creating uh, designs and kind of the art itself is very important, uh, important too for me. It has to be, to me, it's inspirational art that I think is, is what going to give your, your, your success is, I think, spiritual in nature. It has to have certain energy that your actions have to uh, gain certain energy from your spiritual uh, kind of uh, uh, world. And, uh, and these, this art, inspirational art, can, has the power to invoke that kind of energy. Yes. Uh, so if you go look at our art, it will be about, uh, you know, it'll be quotes of famous people and uh, something like that. To, so you could, people do uh, uh, courses, they take uh, personal development courses and watch videos and books and, and uh, such. And this is a, almost an uh, art piece that can evoke certain result as well for you. That's well, that's amazing, particularly when you're doing podcasting, because you want to cultivate a space that's comfortable and it's welcoming and a, a place you can be vulnerable in or inspired or whatever. Um, and you have to be able to now be able to evoke that situation digitally, which is kind of hard, you know. Yeah. So having that one extra piece to, you know, create a space that's safe. I think is really cool. How, and with this, with this product, there's an education, like there's a conversation in it. So people understand how, what platforms outside of things like this, are you guys using to really market and share what you're doing? Cause now that I get it here, I'm like, Oh my God, this is exactly what I need. This is incredible. I didn't even know you could buy these things. Like what, how are you guys getting the message out on what you're doing, particularly in a time like this? It's, it's a, it's, I think it's a little tough to start uh, from scratch. Uh, building audience takes, and brand takes a long time and consistency. And because we were doing so many things in different times with different audiences, it kind of spreads us ourselves a little thin. So we have to do focus now and we have several companies. Uh, we also have local companies like in New York City, in Philadelphia and such. And, and then we have a national brand like Popcorn Ceiling Solution and Away Graphics. Uh, so it, it is a... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge to have so many different audiences and so many companies on, on social media at the same time. But of course, for us, I think uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram, of course, we are visual visual company. Our fabric is a kind of a canvas for visual art and uh, uh, Pinterest as well. Uh, Pinterest has been popular, yes, uh, because even overseas, people find our works on Pinterest and like, hey, we like that. Uh, we're building a theater here in Dubai. Come and do this theater with us. 
They're like, okay, but it's too hot in Dubai. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, I just, just wanted to add to that. So, uh, you know, our initial uh, uh, trade and uh, uh, qualification comes from building industry. Uh, we were not marketers. We uh, never were, you know, we were never trained to be ones um, um, as the, uh, you know, as the immigrants, uh, as the immigrants that came to the state we had to get a job and one of the things like I mentioned you know was a floor store and a flooring business and then general contracting business um, by being in that space you don't think about social media you don't think um, um, about uh, advertisement it's a word of mouth for us it was a huge thing we thrived on that we still thrive on word of mouth we've been you know we we we, we get recommended every time we finish the job and uh, I personally um, uh, think that uh, this is like still one of the best ways to promote ourselves but now being locked up with uh, without any option of doing what we used to uh, which was going to people's houses and fixing them um, we have to pivot like Victor said and look for other ways to market um, so based on what we had I mean with, with, with the experience we had and with the new realities we are pivoting and adapting and creating uh, new platforms which is one of you know Victor's creations that uh, he's got in the background you know it's a zoom background but at the same time you can actually project the artwork that you create and uh, market it that way you know what a genius idea uh, I don't have a green screen so uh, you know I, I, I was not prepared for that fancy stuff but you know you up, man. yeah well <laughs> you know I, whom, whom do I know in that space right, who can exactly. hook me up with the fabric, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to look that much cooler than you. Uh, why yeah. you well, that's, 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 that's his theme. You know, I'm not as cool <laughs> as him, but, uh, you know, I bring my other values. <laughs> Acceptable. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. hey, turmeric and tequila, you got to have both sides. That is correct. Yes. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think you guys should, and this is my unsolicited marketing advice, but uh, I really believe in word of mouth is huge. And I think influencers now is just old school word of mouth. It's, you know, a trusted source and you listen to what they are. Now there's a major asterisk around influencers because you got to sort through some weeds. But, you know, working with the right people that then can reverberate your message correctly, cost and time effective especially in times like this, but I would say work with, um, fellow audio engineers that, cause I have my guy, shout out to Theon. He handles all my audio now at this point. Cause I don't know how to do any of it. I tried to learn. We just, we're not in it. Um, but he could like, I would go to him and be like, what panels do I need to get? What's this? Those guys are the ones that are answering questions for people like me that I'd be like, Oh, okay. What do I buy? And I know, uh, there's not a ton of them. I don't think from what I've tried to see, but the ones that I do go to, like whatever they say I do. So it's like a no yeah. questions asked. And I, I don't know, I just think that'd be such a great relationship for you guys. So they could be like, oh, I would, or my engineer told me to call you and to set it up because he can't edit out how crappy my yeah. recording room is. Yeah, so, thank, thanks. Yeah, thanks for thinking that. Uh, we've been actually doing that. Um, uh, and uh, we've done a lot of trade shows uh, for okay. um, in, in, the, in the music industry. Uh, and we had uh, our initial uh, uh, feet wet. Uh, initially, we got our feet wet in that in that space. Um, but yeah, that's absolutely right. They are the uh, um, um, uh, the authority uh, when it comes to audio treatments. Um, uh, but there's also a huge shifting uh, moment or momentum to uh, home studios. Um, take a few years back. And people didn't have that many home studios where we're going to um, record their 
you know, uh, anything they wanted in the professionally set studios. Now with the equipment getting cheaper and uh, the limited ability to move, uh, we have these home studios that we're creating, uh, which don't really require um, super professional knowledge. It's such a simple concept. If you, once you get a hang of it, you don't really need an engineer to do that. Um, uh, but yeah, like when it comes to our product, we're creating something that we call functional art. So you can have it functional to the point where do you want the light box behind you? You can do that with our medium. You, you, want, you want an acoustic panel, you can have that done too. You don't want to see anything behind your, yourself. You, know, you just want to have acoustic wall without bringing or uh, attracting to that space. That's possible as well. So there are different solutions, different ways to address the problem. And it could be, again, as visual as you want it to be, or it could be as blank as you want it to be as well. So that's where we are. That's amazing. I think we're going to have, you know, everyone's recording at home. You got your podcast community, but now, like you just said, you've got Zoom callers for business. I think the home studio is going to explode. I would be shocked if we retouch base in a year and you weren't saying, listen, we are, you know, billionaires. We're doing this. We love it, but I'll put it out to universe. Um, Yes, I I got you. Just I'll I'll take credit on this cast that we put it out there. Um, But I want to hear, we've only got about five minutes. There's not, there's never enough time in these. Uh, I want to hear like one of your coolest projects. Like I know you sounds like you worked with some music videos, like the Drake video sounds like something like this, but was there something that you're like, this was so cool. Like you don't have to say the artist or whatever it was, but just like a project you're like, this is it. This is so awesome. Uh, which one was, was that, Victor? <laughs> Everyone was so special, so that so special. Perfect answer. <laughs> Just like yeah. um, I, I really liked uh, uh, the museum we did in Adirondacks, New York. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a sort of a story. I work with Native American artist uh, who created this scene of uh, um, so a few a wildlife museum. It's a huge, huge. Uh, um, kind of uh, museum of wildlife um, conservation, and what we so the building had metal kind of ceiling, very uh, kind of like a uh, industrial looking industrial look, right? Exactly, and they wanted to create like a natural habitat, but also tell a story of uh, Native American view of creation, how the world was created according to Native Americans. So there was the feature of the sun and the moon and the stars and the kind of lightning and the rain and all the elements. And it has to be all done in one ceiling panel that was huge, like 50 feet by 60 feet. Um, so that was a great, great project to kind of so have the artist who painted, hand-painted uh, pieces and then we digitalize them. And when we scale it to the really big uh, size and then and then put the lights behind the sun. And uh, so we backlit the sun and the moon. And so it's like a really beautiful installation in many levels. And everybody, when they were getting into it, they were honest, like, we have no idea what this is going to be like. We have not even imagined. But somehow they trusted us with the project. And it turned out way better than they expected. Ah. <laughs> they always thought, like, we were just, like, we're doubting or maybe we'll like it. Uh, but they were blown away. And this is the one thing with stretch ceilings, like people a lot of times do not know what to expect, mm-hmm. but it's really, we impress people. <laughs> well, this is the one thing that I could not tell about the floor uh, business or something like the construction. You, it's, it's hard for them to walk into to say, oh, I'm really like the bathroom or kitchen or something. 
people are not traditionally blown away. They've right. seen many, many kitchens and many bathrooms, but once you see a, a unique a kind of ceiling panel installation like that, you get blown away because it's like not something that you can see very often. Yeah, but I get I that makes a lot of sense, and I um I completely agree. Even if people uh, as a consultant don't fully know what it is they need, there's a lot of trust there. But if they can get a vibe from you know you guys, myself, or have you of like I believe this person, I see their passion, and there's this kind of like instantaneous trust. Once you gain that, I think that's really huge. And then when you can like show the final product and they're blown away, I mean that just makes all the impacts that much more worth yeah. it. Um, one of the things that I can add to that really quick is that uh, straight ceilings or uh, popcorn ceiling solution projects are unique in its sense where the wow effect is always there. No matter what you do and where you work, it's really hard to go back and say, eh, I really don't like the color or something is not right because it's such an impactful thing that people see and they're like, what is it? You know, that the energy that comes after you deliver the project, you know, is so exciting that it keeps you uh, moving forward and really makes you want to do it more and more again. Yeah. And that is one of those unspoken and maybe unseen things behind, um, uh, you know, like, like behind the scene that I experience. So um, to your question, what's your most, you know, uh, what's a favorite project? You know, like I, I, I truly say that every project that we do and deliver brings that excitement and there is no, um, like distinguished, you know, just a properly distinguished line between one or the other. At least that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I love that. And man, what a gift to have your job be so fulfilling. Like in this day and age, not a lot of people get to say, I love what I do. Like I, I love what I do because I get to get paid is what I hear a lot, but it's not, I love what I do and I get to show up. And that is part of my, the fulfillment of my world. Like that's, that's really, that's a blessing in itself. I know we all got to make money and, and get paid, but to be genuinely fulfilled and happy along the way is such a huge, huge piece of the puzzle. True that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we're down to our last minute. Where do we, I'll put up all your information, but where do we find you guys? Give me websites, social media handles, whatever you want to share. Sure. Uh, come visit us at www.awake.graphics. Uh, that's the website. No.com, awake.graphics. Got it. Okay. Uh, and Pavel, what's the other And website? we've got our popcorn ceiling solution.com <laughs> as one word. Um, this is our popcorn ceiling solution site where you can learn about the stretch ceilings, about the lighting, and about every all, all the projects that we've done around the United States. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You guys are the epitome of turmeric and tequila, the two of you. So this was, <laughs> this was perfect. My cheeks are actually like sore from smiling. Um, it's awesome. So, I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm going to follow up with you. I'm not, I'm not kidding because I'm like literally in midst of building out this studio. Um, but I love what you guys are doing and I love the energy and passion behind it. Let's definitely keep in touch. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for, for having us. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. 